0: I have favorite dogs, Fabio, Rari, Mac, Louie, Remy, Brutus, Nico, Paco. It is another C-List News Friday. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't, please go rate, follow the show on Apple and Spotify. Go follow me on C-List News Podcast. I appreciate all the feedback. I'm going to try and iterate and improve as this show goes. Like I said, it's a work in progress, but I'm dedicated to the cause. I am recording on Friday morning because yesterday night at Madison Square Garden, Kygo took the stage. What a goat. He is amazing. Greatest of all time. Best show I've ever been to. Also, some people were asking me after I posted my Instagram about the art behind me. Esther Vavoulas art on Instagram. Go check it out. Her art pieces are amazing. If you want to message her, hit her up on Esther Vavoulas underscore art because the other page was hacked. Okay, on my last episode, episode four, show galley one, I put a question on the pod. What do you guys think of the show? I thought my friends were going to respond. I thought my family was going to respond. Nobody responded except listeners, galley one I don't believe I know you. Show galley one reach out to me on the Instagram and we'll get you on the show. You should come on. You told me I have a voice of an angel, but I also appreciated that you shared that you don't really agree with all my opinions. But hey, that is what, that's what it's for. I mean, that's healthy that you don't agree with everything. And I'm sure we would have great banter. So if you want to come on the show, if you want to get on sealess News from the ground level, feel free to reach out. All right. It's been a whirlwind of a week, but as you can see, the birds, baby, were 4-0. I went to the tailgate. The tailgate, I was covered. I went to the game. I was not covered. In episode four, I told you I wasn't going to the game, but sometimes things change. I was able to go to the game. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. The Eagles were down 14-0 and came roaring back 29-21 against the Jacksonville Jaguars and their old coach, Doug Peterson. Jalen Hurts and the Birds keep rolling. Thursday Night Football, which obviously I wasn't watching because I was at Kygo. What a boring game that was. No touchdowns. The Colts won in overtime 12-9. I can't even talk about the quarterbacks because of how terrible that stat is. The kickers had probably more success this game than the quarterbacks did. It was a huge defensive game for both teams, and I'm sure it was boring to watch. The last thing I'll say about Football Sunday is if you're watching a game on CBS, and then it ends, the 4 o'clock game ends, the 60 minutes jingle, does that not bring on The most Monday blues, depression, complete mood ruiner. I know you guys agree, so you do not have to comment on that. It's terrible. And if you watch 60 Minutes, it just reminds me of homework and how I would always tell myself, by the time I heard the 60 Minutes jingle, I would have my homework done. I never did, and now it reminds me of work, and it's terrible. Anyways, let's get into. Some C-List news. (music) President Biden signed an executive order pardoning all Americans who have been federally convicted of possessing small amounts of marijuana. Since most arrests happen at the state level, his pardon only affects about 6,500 people with federal convictions. A White House official has shared that no individuals currently in federal prison are solely there for simple possession of marijuana. Okay, number one, this is a complete midterm play, but I'm with it. I agree that this should have been done, but it probably should have been done like three presidents ago. Number two, is it not about damn time? Weed is legal in 19 states and medical use is legal in 37 states and three territories. Biden shared that he would call upon state governors to issue their own marijuana pardons, quote, we classify marijuana at the same level as heroin and more serious than fentanyl. Yo, we are so backwards if we are classifying marijuana at the same level as heroin and more serious than fentanyl fentanyl is crushing our country right now there's now like candy looking fentanyl it's not a good situation that's something that i'm just like biden you've been in office for a couple years now but you've been in the government for like 40 plus years how are we so backwards on this in my c-search though the drug remains illegal at the federal level even in states where it can be legally bought by millions of adults that is so insane coming from goody two-shoes me who's never like smoked in his life this just seems crazy i'm happy it's happening should have happened a long time ago also on donald trump's final day in office he pardoned 12 marijuana offenders including some of whom had been jailed for life under the three-strike rule created by Mr. Biden's 1994 crime bill. Just wild to me. I'm happy that it's happening. Should have happened a long time ago. All right, moving on to Hurricane Ian, but we're not actually going to talk about the hurricane other than the fact that we're praying for the people in Florida. We hope they can get back on their feet in a quick time frame. President Biden was down there with Governor Ron DeSantis. It looked like they showed up as one, put their politics aside for the people of Florida and for the American people. That just goes to show how crazy politics is. Like you would never see DeSantis say anything nice about President Biden. You would never see President Biden say anything nice about DeSantis. But when push comes to shove, our politicians can come together and be adults it would be nice if that happened more often. The other thing that I'm going to talk about is Joe Biden calling Coast Guard rescuers to thank them for their Hurricane Ian heroics. The Coast Guard alone had 400 rescues. There was a total of 4,000 rescues by shallow water boats and helicopters across the board. The problem here is that he called James Loesch. James Loesch is expected to be fired from the Coast Guard in 30 to 60 days due to the vaccine mandate, the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. It's so crazy to me. These people are fighting for the American people. They're helping the American people. So many employers and schools, everybody had vaccine mandates. A lot of people have rewound them and now we're going to fire the men and women in our service that is absurd to me and i hope that either a we can change the rules or the federal government can change the rules or b maybe some of these coast guard men and women and the service men and women will get their vaccine i know that for james he actually tried to get a religious exemption was told no and then he appealed that and that was denied as well he went on to say though if I had asked any of the people I saved yesterday if they wanted to come with me even though I am unvaccinated every single one of them would have said yes pretty powerful I I mean I do have to agree with that I think if you were in those floodwaters and you needed to get out uh you definitely the first thing on your mind wasn't Oh, are you vaccinated? Definitely wasn't the question. So let's hope that either the rules change or we're going to lose about close to 20,000 servicemen and women due to the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. All right, moving on to Peloton. Peloton has been in the news for the good, the bad, and the ugly since its inception, I would have to say. It's stock is down to about $8.70 the last time I checked. Down 75% year to date. They're going through their fourth round of layoffs this year, cutting 12% of their workforce, which is about 500 employees. I'm honestly unsure if Peloton has employees left at this point. (laughs) I feel like every time I turn on CNBC, Peloton is laying off more people. However as much as I just commented on how Peloton's falling apart. Their CEO, Barry McCarthy, who was an executive at Spotify and Netflix, seems to have a head on his shoulders. I'm honestly really optimistic about Peloton after hearing that earlier this week, the company said it would put its bikes in every home-branded hotel in the United States. It also recently announced partnerships to sell equipment and Dick's Sporting Goods and on Amazon. McCarthy went on to say, I'm feeling about as optimistic as I've ever felt, reflecting on the changes the company made over the past several months. He's trying to bring them to growth. I think he's made a lot of tough decisions, especially with these layoffs. I made light of them earlier. It's not cool to see people lose their jobs. It's just something that Peloton has had to do to try and get back to growth, and I hope that they can do it. Also, people were talking about how this might be a way for Peloton to be sold, and McCarthy is also quoted saying, I joined Peloton for the comeback story, not to sell the business. I respect that a lot. I hope to see McCarthy follow through with his promise For the comeback story, I'm all for the underdog. Peloton definitely was not the underdog uh, for a very long time, but they have become it. COVID-19 brought them to fame very quickly, and they've needed to slow down, rewind, regrow, and so McCarthy's there to do that. So good luck to Peloton. I use their app for my workouts a lot. I love their outdoor runs. I have a bike back home something that we did during mom and I did during the COVID-19 days because what else were you doing Peloton was the only answer all right we're talking Giselle and Tom Brady real quick because truthfully it's their own personal life I don't know what goes on in their home behind closed doors Tom Brady apparently feels very hurt that Giselle hired Divorce lawyers, at this point, I think they both have divorce lawyers. There's articles here that says if Tom Brady is indeed single, he should keep stretching the limits. I don't know, I think you gotta do what's right for the kids. What I do find funny is Tom Brady is so famous and so in the light, but actually the breadwinner in the family is Giselle with her modeling career. So it will be interesting to see what goes on here. Honestly, I kind of hope they stay together just for the kids. And if it's really just Giselle being pissed that Tom Brady went back for one more year. I don't know. Seems a little crazy. I'm sure there's a lot more to the story than we're getting. The last news, which I don't really have much facts on because there wasn't much talking about it. But United Airlines has halted all flights out of JFK because they don't have enough business there. JFK is dominated by JetBlue and American Airlines and United just isn't getting enough flights out of there. They were only operating four flights a day. And there you have it. I've never seen United get pushed out like that. But what do I know I'm not in the airline space. So I love aviation but definitely not in the airline industry it just seems crazy that united out of all airlines like halted service they said demand wasn't that high and that jfk just wasn't giving them enough slots it just didn't financially make sense for them any longer hey you got to do what you got to do and COVID has screwed over so many industries and the airlines I won't say is number one, but it's pretty damn close to it. All right. And now we're going to get into closing news. Guys, I have one story for you and one story only. I love this story for so many reasons. I have favorite dogs, Fabio, Rari, Mac, Louie. Remy, Brutus, Nico, Paco, I have favorites out here. You wouldn't catch me dead at a $75 tasting menu for any of them. Yes, there is a dog cafe in San Francisco that is charging $75 for a tasting menu on Sunday. Here, let me read to you just some pieces of this article. Forget kibble. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, this luxury restaurant serves nutritious meals including a rose-shaped cake filled with wild venison heart, chicken mushroom soup, prepared table side, chicken skin waffles, and even dogachinos. On Sundays, you can splash out on a three-course $75 tasty menu. And if my listeners were curious, There's no human food at the restaurant. You're literally just bringing your dog to have a gourmet meal. Uh, Like I said, I have my favorite dogs and their owners are probably listening to this show. Uh, I wouldn't take any of those dogs to this cafe. They all deserve it. Their owners should take them. I simply would not. It is absurd, a professional chef trained in classical French cuisine. It's a mission to change the lives of as many dogs as we can, feeding fresh, seasonal quality, whole food, one meal at a time. I would love to know who's paying for this and how long this place stays in business. So I will keep checking back in. I also will tell you that allegedly dogs are outnumbering children in San Francisco. I actually believe that I wouldn't be shocked if that's happening in New York City. I don't know. You guys tell me, would you or wouldn't you take your dog to a luxury dog restaurant? Would love to know. All right, guys. c news is done for this week. I'm sorry that I had a Kaigo last night, but it was just something I had to do. The recording had to be pushed into Friday morning. I wish I had some additional news stories for you, but this week is a quicker episode. I got a lot of visions for this. I just got to play around with the time. You know, it's not enough time in the day, baby. Anyways, I hope you guys have a hell of a weekend. It's a beautiful Friday. Should be a beautiful weekend and go enjoy football Sunday. With that being said, I will talk to you guys all again on Friday. We got a guest and I can't wait to talk to you then.